How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. Boom goes the dynamite. Welcome to a free-for-all Friday here on the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. Sitting across from me this morning is my good friend and yours, favorite Fondren, well, Bellhaven. Bellhaven, get it right. Bellhaven uh, elitist, Sean Yuckron. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for getting up and coming out early. I do appreciate it. Yep, man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not that cold this morning. It was nice. No, it's comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I got out of the gas station a minute ago. I'm kind of walking in. You know, there's no, there's nothing blocking the wind right there. Mm-mm. So I got a little breeze, but I can live with that. If I had to be out in that all day, I wouldn't die. Yeah, that's not bad today. It's supposed to get cold tonight, though. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's supposed to get down to like 15, I think. Man, we're going down to the coast tomorrow, and it's supposed to be freezing down there. Really? Yeah. Like, and then that wind. Why wind? Be, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The wind gonna be blowing off the water. Should be fun. No. At least we'll be inside, except for the time from the car to inside. My first Mardi Gras ball. Oh, that's it. Did you get a tux? I did. I got to go pick it up when I leave here. I got fitted the other day. It's kind of with the tails. Oh, oh really? That. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be fun. We're looking forward to it. Like I said, I've never been to a Mardi Gras ball before. None, not, not up here. Cause yeah. Some of the country clubs, they do them. Right. Big parties. I think the Bacchus Ball and... That's all I actually saw that this morning. Anyway, we're going to go down there, have fun for a night. There's going to be a, a one-dayer. Get up tomorrow morning, haul, haul butt down there, and come back Sunday, slow motion. So that's on the it's on Biloxi? Okay. All right. So they, yeah, they do. You know, it's interesting because, like, in on the coast, they'll celebrate Mardi Gras in, in place of President's Day. I remember when I was used to go down there for court. Like, really? they would have court on President. Uh, they, you would have to go to court on President's Day, but – they would sub that out for Mardi Gras. That's the way they do things on the coast. I like it. Yeah, and then we had some coast lawyer friends that would call me up and be like, we'd have court on you know, on Mardi Gras or whatever in Jackson. They'd be like, oh, I mean, you guys don't take off for Mardi Gras? I'm like, no, that's not That's not like a statewide thing. That's just y'all. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what's cool about the coast, man. I've, I've made the argument, and I won't dive into it far here, but Mississippi's like, at minimum, like three different states yeah. rolled into one. And the coast is just its own world down there it's 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 a lot of transient people not from there and then you got a lot of that kind of southern coon ass heritage down there and mm-hmm. and i and i hope i'm not saying that as a uh as a besmirchment a besmirchment. i'm not saying coon ass in a bad way <laughs> you know they've got some interesting history down there too i was a uh, on um jackson jambalaya they had an article he kingfish put an article up last week about the uh, Sherry murders, which is about Judge Vincent Sherry and his wife, who was running for mayor, and this guy named Pete Halat, who was his law partner, and it was all about the Dixie Mafia murdering 
Judge Sherry because the law partner had accused him of stealing money from this like LGBT dating scam. Were you but not the, familiar with all that prior to that? I'd kind of heard of that, you know, just being a lawyer in the legal community, but I didn't know yeah. a lot. So I bought the book and I started reading, I read like half of it during the, we were, you know, locked, I guess basically locked in on Tuesday, whatever it was. And man, it's really fascinating. It's back, Mississippi Mud. Back when. Back when um, Discovery and those kind of channels, mm-hmm. I don't remember which one of those. It was a history, Discovery. They used to actually do crime. FBI True. Files it was on. That's what was I that what it was, yeah. FBI Files? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on one of those shows. Of course, it was, I just remember it when it happened, sort of, because yeah. I had some family down there. And, it was 1987. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. It was According to the book, it was huge. It was all over New York Times, Washington Post, like you know, the media at the time. Had all descended onto Biloxi about, I guess, because you know a judge gets murdered. It was Dixie Mafia? Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of moving parts there, and the, that's the from the FBI files thing. Mm-hmm. I think is where I saw, and yeah, that's the one where they reenacted it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch it after I get done with the book. Yeah, they, they reenacted it. anyway. It was the gay, the gay grinder type. Yeah, for the uh, 80s back page ads type stuff. Exactly. It was like a it was like a gay uh, magazine or newspaper where people would you know I guess to date or whatever they would do back then in the, in the 80s when you have to you respond to a classified ad. And Kirksey Nix, who was the head of the Dixie Mafia, was running that from his from Angola. Yeah, and he was using this lawyer in Biloxi, Pete Halat, who became the mayor of Biloxi later. As like his conduit for it, yeah. and then Halat was stealing from the from the gay scam, and then he blamed it on the Judge Sherry, who had nothing to do with it, you know. And then he got killed. Him and his wife got killed. Whatever happened to the lawyer? He was he he actually after that he became mayor of Biloxi until nineteen ninety three, and then he was later convicted in with conspiracy to murder in federal court, and he was he, he served about fifteen years on he that. Stole, yeah, yeah. In nineteen ninety six, he was convicted. So. I mean, really fascinating story. You know, the coast has always there's always been those elements of corruption and and the mafia, and especially before the casinos. You know, that's now there was this area called the Strip. Apparently, I didn't know anything about this until I read the book. There was just all casinos down there before casinos were. I guess it was legal or whatever. Yeah. And so, and the Dixie Mafia. I think just it's kind of, Pass Road, isn't it? Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it's right. It's not actually 90. It's, it's, it was on Pass Road. That's correct. I think that's what it said. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they had all they had a ton of casinos just out in the open. I don't know what the laws were at the time for that. or The laws were pay, pay people to stay away. Well, that's what they said. They paid off everybody, like the cops, yeah. the, the mayor. the you know all, Everybody was getting paid off to let this thing keep on going. So, I mean, it was just, you know, just straight up institutionalized corruption down there forever. Yeah, dude. I, look, I love all that Dixie Mafia stuff. And all that. Uh, Fred texts in on the Guns of Gear text line, says uh, the acting on the FBI files is absolutely superb in that episode. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and uh, allegedly, Hale, I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced, Hale. Yeah, Hale, Hale, uh, yeah, something like that. Still holds considerable power down in Biloxi. Really? Because he's got to be pretty old by now. He was in his 40s in the 80s. So, well, I mean, he's in his 70s, almost th- 80 by now. Think about this. Say there's an old guy. Sitting on the bar, sitting on a bar stool. Yeah, at Martin's downtown. And, <laughs> That's not a stretch, but yeah, yeah. Like, let's just say that that guy. This is a. I'm just using this as an analogy here. Let's just say that guy you knew was a Halle type character, a guy that was involved in getting a judge killed. Yeah, and here he is back sitting on a bar stool. You know, like no matter how old that guy is. Yeah, in the true. back of your mind. You're going to respect that guy because, you know, he said, well, the last guy that effed around found out. 
you know, that's a really good point because there's some people in the metro area like that that I'm thinking of. We're not going to name them. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, if I saw that guy sitting around, I'd be like, eh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Even in my mid 40s, there's some guys that are 20, 25 years older than me mm-hmm. that I'd heard stories about or 10 years older than me that I'd heard stories about that are, you know, they ain't the prime. Right. But you just know that you know yeah. some things that they've done. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, I know they got that, they got that mechanism in their brain. To take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that they've done it. No, that's a good point. I mean, and think about, like, so, like, if Halat's still alive, I mean, this is a guy that, like, blamed his law partner, who was a circuit judge, became a circuit judge, on stealing money from a gay scam and then or helped organize his murder. I mean, if you're willing to do that, you know, yeah, and, you, you just, you, you've crossed the Rubicon. And the fact that we're running a gay scam in South Mississippi mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. When it wasn't very... It wasn't very open. It wasn't LGBTQ friendly. But that was probably the best time to run it because nobody really cared, right? Yeah. It was kind of like... And you got the military base down there, too, so you got people from all over. And it wasn't necessarily, I guess, was it a coast-specific? That the no, place? they ran it, it nationwide. nationwide right? Yeah, they ran yeah. it nationwide. And, I mean, at that time, there wasn't... You know, if, I imagine if you were gay and you got caught up in the scam, it was kind of hard to complain about it because it wasn't like now if you did, it would be like everywhere, you know, immediately. But They then, took my money! Oh, man, it would be, I mean, just be everywhere. So... But then, I mean, you, a lot of people probably didn't want to admit they were gay and, it was, you know, those kinds of things. So they, it, that's how they probably were able to run it for so long. You know, that little gay imitation thing I did there. You know, like normal gays that don't talk like that have yeah. to absolutely hate that that is like the – when you imitate somebody being gay, that is straight to the, the lisp and the the high pitch. I, I imagine – yeah, because I've got some gay friends that talk completely normal on <laughs> Clay. And they, uh, Quit probably, being racist, Clay. They wouldn't, you know. They wouldn't appreciate that. But, uh, but I'm laughing. You know, if you look back, that made me think of when you did that about uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah. You know. Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and I keep wondering when Eddie's going to get canceled for that, like retroactively canceled. I you know, what is it, what is it going to happen? If he was white, he would have already been canceled. You think so? Yeah. But on the on the, on the the scales of oppression – Black still balances out just enough that the LGBTQ can't quite cancel him. They tried to they tried to do it with Kevin Hart for a modern day version. Yeah, and I mean Ke- Kevin kind of won, but he said he'll never host another award show. That's true. That's, I mean, and Eddie Murphy also has kind of morphed into. I mean, that was forty years ago. Eddie, you know, Eddie Murphy Raw. Now he's like Disney Eddie Murphy. And they got you know, him. He's like, saw, he's not the same Eddie Murphy. I saw he's still in bed with Disney, but he is in fact. There's another forty eight hours coming out. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills. I'm sorry, Beverly Hills Cop. Because Fred sent us that in a group text. Remember the trailer for that? I'm going to give him. I ain't been to the movie since before COVID. Not mm-hmm. because I'm worried about getting COVID. Just nothing's come out that I wanted to see. I did want to see Top Gun, but I just missed it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And I got a 75-inch TV in my living room. Yeah. I can move my couch close enough to it, and it feels like I'm in a movie theater. But uh, Top Gun 2 is the only thing that's come out that I really would have seen in the theaters. I do want to go see Iron Claw. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't want to get down get on a rabbit hole there. Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I'm gonna go see this Beverly Hills. I Cop. think it's on Netflix direct. Oh, that's right. It is. Never mind. I don't even have to leave the house. But I, it'll cost me as much to reactivate my Netflix me account. Me too. I know. Because I, I was locked in at a rate, and when I let it expire, I lost my locked in like fourteen ninety nine a month for HD. Now I think it's twenty one ninety nine. Yeah, and it's like you know, yeah, something crazy like that. But I was thinking, you know, so when Fred sent us that uh, thing about the new Beverly Hills Cop 4, I guess it is. I was thinking, like, I don't, you know, in the 80s that worked. But how does the modern-day LAPD work with that movie when they don't arrest anybody anymore? 
So like, there's all these scenes about like, you know, if you watch, if anybody watches the trailer of the new Beverly Hills Cop, like things are blowing up, all this shooting. I'm like, now, now you really have to suspend disbelief with the police in Los Angeles oh, that yeah. that would happen. And this, because I mean, I mean, the minute like you know a gun went off, the guy would probably be like arrested. The cop would be like put in jail. They show up with their with their with that new trans flag. Yeah, I on mean, their cop car, and there was no way that any of that stuff that happened in the '80s, you know, would 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 fit today in, in L.A. All right, circling back to the Sherry murders yeah. and the Dixon Mafia stuff, uh, unknown texture on the Guns and Gear text line says there's a great podcast called Gone South about all the Dixie Mafia. Okay, great. Thanks. I'm there's another out. one, too. I mean, y'all should all you should only do ever is listen to WYAB. You should never flip to a podcast. We are the only, we're the only podcast you need here at this station. There's another great one. I'm pulling up my podcast library now. It's about a deal in Georgia. I think it's called in the in the red clay or in the red sand. Yeah, and it's about the most notorious Dixie Mafia hitman ever. Um, it is really really good, and it's it's on something you can binge on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm almost to it. Where did it go? Here it is. Yeah, in the red clay. Okay, I highly recommend it. Um, the, the son of the of the the mass murderer, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're a mass murderer. We some people call it hitman. It's, it's funny how the, the the definitions of words change that or or topics change based on who was in the the context of the way the crimes were committed. Mm-hmm. In 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 the mob world, we call it like a mob hitman, but he could kill fifty, sixty, a hundred people, right? Yeah, that's a mass murderer. When the victims are not also mob-related. Yeah. Yeah, right. A serial killer. Yeah, a serial killer or something like that. Yeah, I guess a mass murder would be kind of like the mass shooting Maybe the difference situation. Is, the mob hitman is, well, I mean, there's something wrong with them, but they're doing it for money, and the other people are just kind of doing it because they're lunatics. Yeah, I guess I, so. I guess maybe that's the difference. Yeah, well. Anyway, In the Red Clay, highly recommend it. Thank me later. It's on a, I, I, I'm sure it's everywhere, but I, I, I listen to it on Apple Podcast. Uh, real quick, somebody asked... Where the FBI files documentary is available at? That's a I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. Well, I, I don't. I mean, I know that they. You know, I've stumbled across it. it somewhere. You guys have seen it. I've not seen it. I just saw it referenced in the book that there was one. So yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that it is available on not YouTube. They, of course, everything's there. It's probably on Paramount Plus or or one of those Discovery Plus. Sean's going to look for that. We're going to take a break. It's real on quick. YouTube for free. It's on YouTube for free. Yeah, you can, How do you called, search it? It's the Dixie Mafia, the FBI files. All right, there you go right there. I think y'all should check that out. Uh, man, look, I could do a whole show about Dixie Mafia stuff. That is one of my favorite uh, eras. I kind of grew up in that. Um, knew a bunch of bookies growing up and just um, really, really cool. Not cool stuff, but it's cool stories, cool history. You know, now that we've gotten a little further away from it. But, you know, you don't hear a lot of Dixie Mafia stories shown because a lot of those guys are still alive. And it wasn't quite as organized yeah. as La Cosa Nostra. Mm-hmm. What do they call it down here? It was like a La Cousin Nostra. It was something funny they had for it down here. But yeah, I was like, you tell you tell one of those guys down here that, and it'd be the last words that ever come out of your mouth too. All right, let's take a break real quick. Yeah. Come back. We can talk about this a little bit, but I want to shift gears and talk about some stuff going on in Pearl. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron. We'll be right back. Welcome. 
Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show, where if you can't brown, I guess you can frown. That joke's going to settle at some point. Yeah. Brown is breaking rules when necessary. Frown is follow rules when necessary. Like when you get pulled over, it's time to frown. You don't want to be left on the side of the road. Get pulled over, frown. No cops in sight, brown. Breaking rules when necessary. All right, that's my corniness of the day. I'm going to get that over. Let me put it on a shirt like Fafo. <laughs> Say, speaking of the Fafo shirts, I've got a got about 30 of them left. Had a big day slanging Fafo shirts yesterday. If you were interested in a effed around and found out Clay Edwards show exclusive shirt, holler at me. They're 30 bucks. It goes to help fund this whole operation and all the things that we do. Uh, we've got some... Got a big, big order, too, getting ready to get settled in on. Uh, got a deal worked out with my T-shirt guy. So looking forward to that. But right now, I'm out of larges, but I have every other size all the way up to 4X. So if you need a shirt, let me know. Sean, have you worn yours out? Um, Yeah, I worked at the gym. What do they say? People try to rip it off of you? No. Nah, I must just, have it. Well, you know, Kim Wade goes to my gym, too, so they don't, they don't mess with him. That you know, gets a pass. So uh, nobody – it's it's inclusive in Fondren. We're inclusive. I need to give Kim a shirt. Yeah, you need to get in. one. Uh, he it's definitely a, needs it's one. It's a great workout shirt. Oh, also, I, we need somebody. If somebody actually does f around and find out in the shirt, can they take a picture and then send it in? You know, like if they steal a car and they're wearing the shirt, hold that thought. <laughs> you know, that's, hold, that's hold, what we need. Hold that thought. I've got a close, similar story to that that we're <laughs> going to hit here in a minute. Real quick, hey guys, you're looking for something to eat tonight? Get out to. Rankin County, Flowood, Mississippi to be exact. Well, it's not technically Flowood. It's 047 Brandon. It's all very confusing out there. Here's what's not confusing. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's has got the best pizza in Rankin County. That I will stake my uh, my, my money on. You, know, you won't find a better pizza than Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Right there, Fan and Mart on the res, located right in front of the bowling alley there. Everybody knows where the bowling alley on the reservoir is. If you can find that. You have to literally pass Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's in the parking lot on the end of the shopping center there to get to it. They got all the different specialty pizzas, 12 of them to be exact. They got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. And guys, I know my daily listeners know this, but if you're new here, the frozen daiquiris are available to go and can be delivered. They got just the perfect elixir of alcohol versus non-alcohol that is legal for them to let them roll out the door. And I don't know that anybody else in the state, well, maybe a South Mississippi because they like to party, but I don't think anybody else up here in Central Mississippi is offering to go daiquiris with this amount of alcohol. You know, there's some of that malt liquor stuff at gas stations, but y'all, y'all don't want that. I ain't, I ain't trying to hate on nobody, but y'all don't want that. You go out there to Acme Pizza and daiquiris, get the real daiquiris to go. Ladies, I know y'all love daiquiris. Uh, some guys, hey, I know y'all love daiquiris too. I love daiquiris. I'm you bought to... a daiquiri and dri- driven in New Orleans. Stopped at a place in Louisiana and driven in New Orleans. Everybody that lives in Mississippi has done that before. All right, bro. The gas, <laughs> the, the Chevron gas station, Delta, Louisiana. Yeah, come that, on. That we used to get lottery tickets at. Mm-hmm. They have a big cup, and it's called Rocket Fuel. Yeah, it's, yeah it's I blue. know exactly what you're talking about. It's blue. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's got Everclear in it. Yeah. Woo! There's one called the Terminator, too, that has Everclear, and that'll, that one, that, that'll kill you. It's over. Yeah, it is. The it only is. thing they're missing is pizza by the slice, and I would have, don't even go to New Orleans. Yeah. Just go over there. 
It's bad um, when you get to the quarter and you're already blackout. <laughs> you know, that's just that's, so. That's I've learned my lesson on that before. All right, real quick, Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. Go experience the good times. They're, they're having DJs play every Saturday night after 9 p.m. Once the kind of family dinner rushes over, it's turning into a little late night fun over there. It was packed this past Saturday, and my good friend and yours, Miss Therese April, was the bartender. Uh, I don't know how consistent she's going to be there doing that, but uh, you could end up getting to meet Therese and. Uh, tip to rest and see her and get a drink from her so go check them out they're open daily 4 p.m to midnight right there fan and mart on the res available for delivery carry out and all of that good stuff i know they're on um uh what are some of the food delivery things doordash Door, doordash that's ASAP. Yeah. yeah they're on doordash uh breaking not breaking rules uh take a break deliveries and more acme pizza and daiquiris let's take a call real quick yep hey you're on there Hey, don't be hitting on uh, me and liking daiquiris. I'm What's not. Up? I was. I was. Defle- <laughs> I was deflecting. I actually hey, like daiquiris. Look, they can actually mix the flavors. Oh, they're so good. I go. Oh. I've, I've gone through all their flavors. Yeah, oh yeah, you that's have, right. Kind of mix them like a swirl. And, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I love them. Remember I Red Lobster? Good ones over there. Red Lobster used to do that. They have like they would do like a swirl. Yeah, I remember that. It was like red, almost like a barber a barber uh, sign. Right, because you talk about that years back. Somebody let's go get a daiquiri. I said, ain't that a girly drink? We went across the line over at the old hole on the wall. <laughs> you know, yeah. One of them big 32-ounce. I forgot what flavor what they had. They had all kind of different names on them. Yeah. I, 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 sitting yeah. on the beach, screaming all this. Night, you know, but yeah. You talking about it, Acme? Uh, no, across the... Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah the Chevron. Place over there. Yeah, man, that's yeah, one of the best... Over. Now, we, you know, we've come so far here in Mississippi since, you know, in just the last 10 years. Like, we got legitimately good liquor stores now. Yeah. I mean, I used to go over there, and they always had the cool, around the holidays, mm-hmm. they always had the box sets. Like, yep. you know, you know, you'd buy the bottle, and it would come like a gift and, and shot glasses and all that. Oh, yeah. I was buying right, liquor. But- I'd buy liquor I didn't even like because it had cool shot glasses and, and, uh, and rocks yeah, glasses yeah, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, all, they'd have all kinds of gloves, all different kind of stuff. Yeah. If you go get that for Christmas. Those are some nice stores over at the Reservoir, too. I don't know if you've been into those. Oh, I have. Wait, look. We got a great one in Brandon called Wine 042. Phenomenal, amazing staff. Joe T's out on 51. I went in there the oh, other I day. Know Joe T. That yeah, place I know is a Joe great T. place. Yeah. There's a little business back in the day over there. That's where I stopped. Wait, I had to get a bottle for a for a for a Christmas party, a, a, a secret Santa thing. And so I stopped, right. I stopped there, got to meet got to meet the guys that run the place, actually listen to the show every day, so shout out to them. <clears throat> they should advertise. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, I wanted to act me Saturday, but I had to go get some more, so I stayed over there for a while. Yeah. All right, brother, we're going to shift you. gears, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. Be safe. Yeah. Have a good weekend. You Thanks. too. Uh-huh. It's Free for All Friday, man. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Uh, let's do this. Let's read a couple texts. Sean, we're going to pivot. Okay. To the next segment on our uh, Pearl topic. We've kind of rabbit holes tend to do that on the show. Let's see here. Guns and Gear text line, by the way, you guys, is 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. Bobcat says, if you're going to New Orleans via the Chevron in Delta, Louisiana, you were a uh, blotto to begin with. I guess maybe I, I know he's saying out yeah, of the way. Out of the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I would. I'm just saying I can. Uh, I can avoid having to go to New Orleans 
if if what I'm going for is frozen daiquiris and and pizza by the slice, yeah, I'm, I'm saying I could just go over there and be just as happy if they had good pizza by the slice like New Orleans does. Right. I mean, and there's also a million. Like there's a million uh, daiquiri spots on the way to New Orleans. I've always think I would stop at Hammond. There's even an adult where... entertainment facility over there in Delta. Oh yeah, Lions Den. Man, I already know the name. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> no I should I should not know this. <laughs> I should on. know this. Lions Den's the toy store. Is it? Yeah. Across it... the street, the Wild Horse Saloon, Long Branch. I mean, Long Branch Saloon is the old daiquiri world over there on the other side. Yeah, That's the yeah, adult yeah. entertainment. Lions facility. Den is a sex store. And the and the other place was where what was this? There used to be the Daiquiri it, World. So I know, I know. World. Oh yeah, I know. A, man, I know what Daiquiri World is. I think we all do our age, right? But the because um, we used to sneak over there all the time when I was like in high school. But the um, there was a strip club next to it. It's changed names a million times. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. It's the yeah. Long Branch Saloon. Is that what it's called now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know what Daiquiri World still Daiquiri World. I, one of them may be empty now, but we. It was Dakar World in like 2019. I was there. 2018. That's the last time I've been over there. Yeah, there, there's not the uh, there's there's not the need to have to ride over there anymore if you're underage to drink because you had to be 21 to drink. We we called it at the tail end mm-hmm. where you could still be 18. Oh yeah, and drink over there. I mean, frankly, you probably still can now. I don't you know. <laughs> yeah, come on, because that's, that's one of the unique things about being way off the beaten path and in Louisiana right there. There ain't a whole lot of Louisiana troopers and people that are policing that area too much because it's in the county, so there's not like city cops yeah. in Delta, Louisiana. And then my Mississippi cops, Vicksburg cops ain't going over there. No, they can't. Yeah. You know, no jurisdiction. So you can kind of get over there and just show out. There used to be a cool bar named PJ's. PJ's, I was about to say. PJ, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, PJ's yeah. was cool. It ended up burning down, I think. And then like a little bar that's still there is called Luck of the Games. Mm-hmm. It's like a cross from where PJ's yeah, is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Whenever, uh, the, before we had Lotto here, you could go over there, and every time the, the, it was getting up really big, and people would just be lined out the gas stations, yep. you could get right off the exit, go down to the luck of the games. There may be a little line out the door, but you're in and out in 20 minutes. And it was always just a cool crowd, because you could drink beer in the line and stuff, because it's Louisiana. And uh, g- good times, man. Oh, I, yeah, man. It was good, and, real good times. Get a burger at the world right there. Yeah. You know the whole saying, right? What it's is the, it? It's the best burger in the world. Because <laughs> that's what it's called. Yep. And it really <laughs> is good. You know. Good old yeah, this, it's Frozen TNT patty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Hi, right, let's take a break. When we come back, a lot of things happened in Pearl yesterday. I, uh, I had a I had a positive run in with some police actually returning a stolen dirt bike. A I think transgender uh, shot up and robbed a Dollar General, and Dean Scott resigned. Uh, we're gonna chop it up about that when we get back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkaran. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Here with Sean Yurkaran on 103.9 WYAB. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear, Highway 51 North, Gluckstadt, Mississippi. They're back on Facebook, y'all. Just show search Guns and Gear. Or you can go to facebook.com slash gunsandgearms.com. That's also the website, gunsandgearms.com. But man, to heck with the interwebs. We got to get back to doing things face-to-face. Get out this weekend, stop by, see them right there, Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. they got every firearm you can imagine. I mean, you're, you're not going to leave there thinking, man, I wish they had that. They they, they got it. <laughs> Home of No Limit Ammo, all the great accessories. Of course, they got you covered on all your gunsmithing and Cerakoting needs. 
which is pretty cool. That Cerakoting stuff is neat. Uh, just get by there, check them out, see Hunter and the team today. Let them know that I sent you over there. And, uh, hey, don't forget, they buy guns, too, in a bind. Uh, need to switch things up a little bit. You can trade in guns. They'll, they'll buy your gun the whole nine yards. I got a buddy of mine, Marty, going over there to break bread with them here soon. Had that conversation with him the other day. So check them out. Guns and Gear, the proud sponsors of the Guns and Gear text line here on WYAB. Real quick, guys, I know there's a massive, there's a massive uh, panic right now of people trying to buy these ridiculous Stanley Cups. <laughs> well, to help to to help bring calmness to the world, I've teamed up with my boy Rylan over at with Rylan Thompson over at Precision Forty Five Precision. And we have created a Clay Edwards show insulated cup. It looks like a looks like a Yeti cup. It's not the, it's like the Stanley. It don't have the handle on it. Uh, you know, if you got big enough hands, you can just wrap your hand around a dang cup. Come on now. Anyway, we've uh, we've got two different cups available. One's got the Fafo logo, and one's got the Clay Edwards show logo. We got a large one and a small one available. If you're interested in it, go to my Facebook page or just text me, and I will shoot you the link. It's bought directly through 45 Precision. They do the laser engraving. It's locally, being all made local. But we we have a minimum run that we want to do on these cups or a cutoff date. Today is the cutoff date. So if you want to get a cup, want to help support the show, want to frankly just look like an American badass by being seen drinking something that says Fafo or Clay Edwards showing it. I keep telling you, it's like the Mississippi MAGA over here. You want to, you need something to collect liberal tears? Buy a cup with my logos on it, and you will be able to collect liberal tears. Hit me up. I will shoot you the link to order it. He ships them directly to you. You don't have to do anything else except buy it. All right, Sean, speaking of FIFO. <laughs> yeah. A, um, Treasure Gaiden? Is that what we're talking tre- about? Tre- Treasure Destiny. Mm. Treasure Destiny Gaiden. I mean, I would I would say there's no way that's the God given name, but I've seen much worse. I've seen much worse. Y'all are really going to need a visual for this. You need to go to wlbt.com. I don't know if Therese has got it up or not, but at wlbt, there's a story, and the title is "One Arrested After Shoplifting Shooting at Dollar General in Pearl." And it looks like a girl with green kind of braids or whatever. And you get to the end of the story and you find out it, in fact, is not a girl. It is a it is a him. Very confused individual, clearly. Sean, here's Dean Scott. And we're going to get to Dean. Yeah. Dean Scott ain't been resigned for 15 minutes and they're already robbing Dollar Generals in Pearl. <laughs> I mean, do, do they not think there's a chain of command in Pearl that will still teach you a lesson? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's what I, we talked about this article last night. And I didn't even see the guy's picture guy girl whatever whatever and uh i just read the article and i and i was like man did this idiot just shoot off a gun in the dollar general and pearl i was like he's screwed yeah i mean that's just you know i was I like mean, why did he do that i mean jake jake windham ain't above going out there and handling business himself yeah. i mean he's a very hands-on mayor i mean i'm just wondering why that you know and they didn't charge him with armed robbery it's four counts of aggravated assault so it's like, did you shoot it at worse, someone? Right? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's it's actually less time. It's 20 years each count, but that's still 80 years, right? You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean and, in um, Rankin plus, County. Plus the whatever shoplifting is. But the, um, 
But they didn't charge him with armed robbery. That's what I was looking for. I was like, did they charge him with armed robbery because the gun went off? Well, the guy was they didn't. shoplifting and... Which would which would naturally make you think it was an armed yeah. robbery because he had a gun and he stole stuff. So I was thinking, but they didn't. So obviously the person must have been kind of crazy is what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, like they stole some stuff and then maybe they were running out and they were shooting the gun. And that, that's what I'm guessing the scenario was. Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It's a, it's a clearly confused, probably mentally unhealthy Let's just be honest, man. I think that transgender is a mental health issue. Oh, we could we could say the conversation we had last. So, like, y'all, Clay was like, "Did you see the picture?" And I was like, "I, I didn't really pay attention." I, I'm like, "You sure it's a transgender person?" He's like, "No, man." I'm like, "Come on." Then I looked the picture. I was like, "Uh, yeah, okay." It is. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I mean, you know, it's pretty. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It's pretty obvious. Like, you know, I know in the I know in this public realm that we live in nowadays, you're not supposed to to say that transgender is anything but a choice. And it is a choice of a mentally unstable individual, one that uh, changed its name to Treasure Destiny. At least I hope that's a, it changed its name to that, and Mama didn't name it that. But anyway, I digress. It just looks ridiculous, and uh, Pearl is now a safer place with Treasure Destiny in jail. And and according to the, the report, Treasure Destiny was, in fact, from Pearl. Mm-hmm. So everywhere's got them. See, transgender people live in Pearl, Clay. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not just in Fondren or Bellhaven. They're everywhere. So <laughs> everywhere. Just, they, they could live next door to you. You don't know. Ah! <laughs> I just got triggered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this goes back to I don't care what you do. But when you, it, but when you decide to bring extra attention onto yourself and you're one of these self-oppressed um, rainbow supremacist type alphabet mafia type people. Yeah. You know, when you're just begging for attention. And then you go do something stupid like this, you're going to, it's going to get brought up. You know, it just reminded me of this. Remember Dennis Miller, the comedian? Yeah. He had this skit years ago. The Monday Night Football host. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was, I think he's hilarious. I, did too. I used to, and uh, he was talking about um, this gay couple that moved to Hattiesburg or something. This is like a 20 year old skit, by the way. And he said, yeah, they uh, they got attacked and beat up or something. And Miller like looks at the microphone and he says, you know, if you're gay and you decide to set up shop in Mississippi, yeah, stuff happens. And I was thinking about that when I read this. Like, if you're transgender and you move to Pearl, eh, you know, like, I mean, maybe not the best yeah, choice for be you. Be aware of your surroundings. Let's just be honest. It's like I mean, a, let's just be honest. Like being a Trump supporter in Jackson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you got a bag of flag at your house. And, you know, hanging out in your yard like the old rebel flag on McDowell Road. Yeah, I mean, I've seen one in Bellhaven before. I'm like, does this person know where they live? <laughs> like, you know, what are you doing? Like, hide that thing. Like, you know? like, if you're their neighbor and you know how bad of a shot these thugs in Jackson are, yeah. you're like, man, they're going to try to shoot this guy. He's going to hit my house. Do you remember the guy on McDowell Road yes. that had the rebel flag? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, did you just say it? I couldn't yeah. hear okay, I, I Oh, yeah, yeah, portion. right there at Belvedere McDowell. Yes. He had that rebel flag that flew. In the, it wasn't the Mississippi flag. It nope. was the Confederate flag right across from Key Elementary. Yes. Uh, we used to drive out there when I was with my investigator at the DA's office. We're like, man, that guy is begging for a fight. Like, that's what he wants. Like, he's he's wanting somebody to come. It's almost like a bait car story. Yeah. Like, I would have a, I would have a camera at the door, and it's just a motion camera, like a deer, deer camera, mm-hmm. like a trail cam is what I'm trying to say. And just any time somebody came up, it just starts recording. And you could have a, a reality show. Of just <laughs> that, like a YouTube channel, a 24-hour YouTube feed 
of just the reactions of that thing, especially nowadays, not like in the 90s. Oh, and this was actually, I'm talking about 2014, right? Yeah, like yeah, 10 it, years ago. And so we used to, you know, we were always out in South Jackson interviewing witnesses. And, and I used to joke around. I said, look, if that guy gets killed, I'm not prosecuting his murder because he asked for it. You know, I was like, I was like, you get, you put a rebel flag in front of your house in South Jackson, like, you get what's coming to you. <laughs> you know, like, I just, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, n- know your surroundings. Yeah. Know your surroundings, man. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, you can't. I mean, that's kind of like we joke about, like, you know, you can burn a flag if you want to, but if you're in Brandon, downtown Brandon, burning a flag and you get killed, well, you know, that's kind of what happens. I mean, those are consequences. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. If, uh, if, if if you burn one in Fondren, you may get it, somebody may buy you a beer. You, you never, it just depends on where you are. You're like, yeah. don't, so that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy with the Confederate flag in South Jackson, I was like, yeah, he gets killed. I'm going to be like, yep, yeah, guess he effed around and found out, you know. Uh, Woodrow texts in on the Guns of Gear text line says, that guy actually ran for mayor at some point. Did he really? Yeah. I, I've seen stories as far as, you know, up to the last couple of years of people talking about online that they they shot at that thing. Oh, know? I'm sure. I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm sure. Is it still it, there? I don't know. I doubt it. I haven't been there in a couple that, of years. That, the house might not even still be there. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I remember that whoever had it had an old, like, child molester van. Yeah, they the did. Driveway. I, I just remember, remember that. that too. <laughs> um, all right, shifting gears real quick. Staying in Pearl, though. Wait, yesterday, look- yesterday, I stopped by um, my friends Christy Kendall. And uh, Joe Boyd and them over at Complete Exteriors wanted to buy one of some FIFO shirts. Mm-hmm. I deliver within Rankin and Madison County. And as I'm there, they're like, hey, you may want to stay a minute. Pearl Police is about to be here. Somebody stole stole Joe's dirt bike from the back. <clears throat> yeah. And I and I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, they're on the way. I was like, yeah, I'll stick around. I don't have nothing to do. <clears throat> Pearl Police show up. They get the dirt bike. Of course, it was like quasi, you know, somebody that they knew that kind of knew it was back there. And they... They got everybody. A couple folks got arrested. They got recovered the dirt bike from over in Vicksburg. So I just, you know, look, man, <clears throat> police get such a negative light shined on them anytime mm-hmm. something bad happens. It's like the lights are a million times brighter. But man, they did some real policing. They used the video footage from Complete Exteriors to kind of get the vehicle that they were in. Yeah, and then they were able to match that up with some footage from a from a gas station where the guy. Another guy had seen it and sent some kids to go do it. And I say kids, I mean, they're probably 18, 19 years old, just young adults, sent them to go steal it. They end up over at one of the gas stations there on Airport Road. The police found the footage from there, matched the whole thing up, found them. I guess they they had a tag reader type deal. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't hate to give it all away here. But don't F around in Pearl. Yeah. You know, is the more of the story. But <clears throat> they get them arrested. I just thought, man, that, that was legitimate, it's nice. investigative police work. And when you get these guys, like our friend Sean with Capitol Police, I mean, guys that really get out there and do investigative work, it, it is thrilling to watch. Shout out to Sean. He actually called me like a week ago. He's like, yeah, I might have, you know, lead on your guy to one broken yeah. my house. Like, he's actually done some really good work on it. Yeah. Sh- Sh- it, so. Sean's a beast. He ain't, the lead, he ain't the lead investigator just because they like him. Yeah. Yeah. He does, he does a really good job. You know, I've given away one Fafo shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I gave you one for your dad, but you've clearly done, done a lot for me. But, um... I gave I gave Sean one the other day. It was my last large too, by the way, which yeah. I've had twenty other people try to buy. <laughs> but but that's just how much I appreciate that guy, man. He's just a legitimate good dude. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I appreciate it too. I appreciate the work he's trying to. You know, I hope they let me interrogate. The, nah, I'm all right. The guy, like you know, the guy. Actually, I thought if they catch him, I told the one of the assistant DAs who's a friend of mine. I said, look, if they get the guy, I said, you know, I'm not gonna be those angry victims. Like if he fixes my deck. I'd be cool with that, like, because I need somebody to work on it. He didn't no, cause the damage Sean, to it, but I gotta, need somebody you, to work you got to make an example out of this guy. <laughs> we got to pull him out to town square and stone him to death. 
Clay, I made enough examples of people over the years over there. I think I served my purpose on that. I'm just now I'm going to make take pictures of him fixing my deck because hmm. that's what I want. I don't want to let him back in my house. Anyway, <laughs> all right, you, know, you do as you wish. That, that's why criminals feel. That's why Jackson's a criminal safe haven. I don't know. I think it's the worst sentence. Fix my my president. Fix my deck, man. I need someone to do that. All right. When we come back, man, we're not going to have it about a minute left, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to hit this topic this hour. At some point in the show, we're going to talk about uh, Dean Scott resigning as Pearl Police Chief, and we're also going to talk about a conspiracy theory going on down at Jackson Water. Who could be trying to sabotage Jackson Water? I've got a. Uh, I've got an idea. I can't think of any possible suspects. No, like who's been trying to sue him and make him go away? Who could it be, Lamumba? We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We got about a minute left here. I got a name on our on our fella that lived on. Sorry, hit the wrong button. Welcome back in. I've got a name on the guy who lived on McDowell Road. Uh, Al Roland was his name. I actually just pulled up his obituary. Oh, he died. He did. Was he killed? No, man. I think he's about a hundred years old. Oh. Um, let's see. I got his obituary right here. We're running out of time. He he lived from. He was eighty five. He was eighty five years old. But you can go just type in a go to Google Al Roland, Jackson, Mississippi. He was a retired Navy, and he flew, he liked that Confederate flag. I ain't mad at he him. He did. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back after Top of the Hour News with Sean Yorkron, WYAB. All right, here we go. It is Hour 2 of the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. If you guys want to call in, 601-879-0002, the Guns and Gear text line, if you want to chime in, 769-241-1944. We got a lot of text in the first hour. I will try to get back to some of them. Uh, try to stay on topic right now. Sean, um, let's shift gears. I got I had Jackson Water plan for the top of the hour. We're going to yeah. stay on that. We'll circle back to Dean. Okay, at, uh, the last segment of the show if uh, if we have time. <clears throat> Jackson Water. Yeah. We we spent a good time talking about it yesterday, and I find it wildly interesting. So as right after we got out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm running some errands. I went and got my hair cut, and I get a notification. And I can't read it because I'm driving down the road. Yeah. But the headline got me. The headline read, sorry, I should have already had it pulled up here, but y'all know me. The headline, da 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 You know, like, you know these stories are popular. I don't know why they disappear off the home page. Here it is. Here it is. Got it. It says, now it says, story not found. Okay. Long story short, it said Jackson Water is going to enlist law enforcement to help to help find out who started this misinformation campaign. Yep. And you and I talked about this briefly yesterday about bathtubs filling up. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I think telling people to fill their bathtub up is is smart. But what I didn't understand is there was a lie in front of this other verse because I know I told everybody on the radio to fill their bathtubs up. Right, yeah, that's what you know, we do. Like, <laughs> you don't, if you don't want your house smelling like poo poo, fill your bathtub up so you got some gallons of water. Unless you got fifty gallons of water, single, you know, water gallon jugs laying around. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm going to reuse the same one in my bathtub. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, somebody started a online rumor, and it said, and they have a screenshot of it, but they clipped the person's 
profile out of it yeah. to put on there, which I don't. Once you put it in a public realm, it's public. Yeah. Bet your butt. Bet your bottom dollar. <clears throat> if it was somebody white that said something racist, they would have the picture of the profile in there, of the of the whole person's profile. They wouldn't clip out. They wouldn't keep them anonymous. It's the moral of my story. Why do you think they're keeping this person anonymous? Uh, that's a good question. Well, we, 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 well, we know one reason: race. I mean, well, it depends on. I mean, the person could have been white or black. I don't know, right? Or you yeah, assume. I'm, I'm, well, I'm only here. If it's a, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, put, get the fondren out your ears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I mean, do I think like let's just just jump into this? Do we think it's possible Chokeway did this or he's organized it? Yeah. Do I know that? I don't know that. I mean, it's just an opinion. Not a fact, but I mean, do no, we, do it's we definitely think, not a fact. But it's not a fact. I mean, we don't have any evidence. I'm just saying, like, is it a possibility considering his animosity towards um, Ted Hennepin? Yeah, it's a possibility, but I don't know any facts. I don't know that that's true. It's just, you know. And his sisters. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that were involved. I love the fact that it was his sister involved in trying to sue in federal court. Mm-hmm. And, their, and their excuse was, hey, their word's not mine. Jackson's a 90% black city. The man running the water needs to be black. Yeah. yeah, I am mm-hmm. so fed up with this, we're black so we can only do business with black people narrative in Jackson. You know what I thought was so interesting about that opinion was you know, Henry Wingate, who's, who's, yes. who's, who's black, obviously, and he, he made a statement that I thought was really great in that. He said, you know, what y'all are saying is what white people used to say against us, and you're doing that to them now. And, you know, and that's he's like, that's wrong both ways. And I thought that was a really, really, really good point that he made that opinion. Yeah. Remind me to circle back to the the pimp. Yeah, yeah that he, that right. I got some I got uh, some alleged follow up about the pimp about the pimp. Oh man, I definitely want to hear that. And I'm going to tell it on air. Is he still there? No. And well, I guess we're here. Yeah. I'm told that he told. So this is some he said she said stuff, but it's very believable. Is why I'm bringing it to air. Mm-hmm. I'm told that they moved on from him because he wasn't black. Uh, <clears throat> the city council said that they needed somebody black in that spot. The city council said that, according to is that public or I don't think so. Hmm. You know, so I went throwing allegedly out there. I don't spread a whole lot of rumors. I mean, I really do try to verify. Yeah, everything. just like what we're talking about. We don't know. We're just theorizing yeah. stuff. We don't know anything about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's definitely an opinion piece. This is gossip. Mm-hmm. You know, but I but I believe it to be true. Yeah. Or based on everything else they do, I absolutely is believable. Well, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, I would believe that that. But what what I would think would be the smarter thing for them to have said was, yeah, we realized we hired a pimp. How about that? That's why we should maybe we shouldn't have done that. Yeah, what, but like, what, they could they could have just said that. But now they're saying I mean, we we just got to hire a black pimp. I know, but I'm I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying they could have just said. Hey, we made a mistake. We probably shouldn't hire the guy. I'm not saying, man, the guy's great. I don't want to. I hate knocking people for things they did. No, in the past, no, he he was doing a good job. Yeah, I don't want to, you know. But the optics of it with the yeah. city, it just seems like all the you know missteps and stuff. So they could have said something. I'm just giving you what they could have said. Yeah. The person been. that was involved doing some trying to do some work with Jackson Parks mm-hmm. commended how well of a job he had been doing. It. Yeah. And, and of everybody, they said he was by far the easiest person, most knowledgeable, easiest person to try to work with. Mm-hmm. And they decided to move on from him. I mean, probably, you know, probably because we brought so much negative attention to it. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of negative. I mean, how many times did we make fun of that? You know, tons. I mean, but I'm all about second chances. And if you're doing a good job, sure. And somebody agreed to hire you, you know, in your past, 
they shouldn't they shouldn't retro cancel you once they agreed to hire you and they were aware of your past. Yeah, I mean he gave a whole new meaning to recreation for you know. I Absolutely. mean that was just I think wonderful. So yes, well, circling back to Chalkway, the they, they say that or not they say they they went to court they they tried to use race as the reason why this guy they didn't need Ted Hennepin running Jackson Water. Mm-hmm. And and that's and when I talk about these stuff and I make these videos on TikTok and I get on here and talk about it, people get mad because I claim why you got to make it about race why do you mention race I did, I'm not making it about race I'm reporting exactly what they said yeah I mean that did happen in federal court right yeah that sure. happened in federal court there's transcripts mm-hmm. uh, the Lamumba sister and one of her little uh, NGO groups tried to sue the federal court and you know. And, you know, Chalkway's all in the middle of this. And it boils down to, it's plain and simple, dollars and cents. Oh, yeah. They thought they were going to get their hands on control of how the contractors were picked. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, look no further than the garbage debacle as an example here. They thought they were going to be able to to point these contracts to the minority set-asides of Jackson that had been bankrolling this whole thing for them. And it didn't happen. No. And, th- and then they tried to sue him for that, for the very thing of they wanted input on the contractors. Yeah. I mean, this is all factual information. This ain't Clay assuming. The only thing I'm assuming here is that he's got the motive to try to make Hennepin go away. Yeah, I mean, and remember. To discredit we, Hennepin. You and I were talking about this on the phone last night. You remember how like Chokeway and Hennepin were big buddies when this started? They were like, you know, he was he loved him. He's like, oh, man, yeah. this guy's great. Sent down by Joe Biden. Yeah, he was, and he was gonna. They were talking about that a year ago where they were gonna base your water rates on your property values, and Chokeway was all about that. And everybody, you know, he was cool until it realized that Hennepin was actually meant business and wanted to run this thing efficiently. And it wasn't like, hey, there weren't going to be no, you know, whatever you want to call it, special favors and that kinds of things. So, uh, and, and then now he's not, he's not on his side. But this is what I think this point needs to be made. Every like Jackson Water now. I, don't get me wrong. I'm angry about my bill, and I'm gonna actually call them today. But that being said, they've done a good job. They're answering the phone. They're out there fixing stuff. They're in control of stuff. So I respect all that. I think that's just a huge step up from where we were a year ago. So the water's working again. The chokeway now is against Ted Hennepin. Crime has been reduced because of the Capitol Police. He's against the Capitol Police. The trash was working with waste management. He didn't like that, so then we had that whole debacle this year. And I guess what I'm saying is, anybody notice a pattern here? Like when things, like if you think if he wants things good for the city, he'd be like, "Hey, look, the police are doing a good job. Let's support them." Hey, Ted Hennepin's doing a good job. Let's support him. But no, we ain't gonna do that. And we don't talk about the school stuff because me and you don't have kids in Jackson schools. Yeah, but it's obviously a huge factor, and this is how bad the schools are. Sure. JPS is closing thirteen, closing emerging thirteen schools. Right. It's is it a good business decision? Probably so at yeah, this point. But it's like the it. fact that we got to this point that it even had to become a possibility. Mm-hmm. They're against charter schools. Yeah, which is I don't understand that. Which either. is good for the good for the kids, mm-hmm. you know. But somehow or another, we're, and when we're talking about a base, uh, an overwhelmingly black, black city, and I bring this up again because their reasons for not liking charter schools is racism. Like, like, like. In their minds, in their small minds, they can't accept the fact that there may be smart black kids that don't want to learn beside dumb black kids. Yeah, they think they think that the only people who won't want to learn beside dumb people are white people. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to me, it's like th- th- that's racist. I saw actually I was driving around Midtown the other day, and there's a 
really nice charter school I'd never seen before over yeah. there on that side of town. Like, I don't know. It's like an elementary school. I forget what it's called now. But Well, is it even open? I've heard Kim Wade talking about that thing. And it I don't know if it's open. I don't know. It's a beautiful building. It's like yeah. brand new. I don't know if it's open or not. It's right there in Midtown, though. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's the building they selected. They were going to use one of the old schools, and I think maybe JPS wouldn't allow them to. <clears throat> they could have made money on it. But they'd rather it sit empty because racism. And so, like, they built this thing here in the middle of, you know, it's on the behind Millsaps. In yeah. that neighborhood right there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's really nice. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I just drove by during the day and I was like, oh, this looks really nice, but I don't know if anybody's going to school there or not. Uh, but the, yeah, I mean, but I guess that's my point though. Like, so in the police are doing well, the water is working again. And you know, if you're the mayor of the city, wouldn't you be like, okay, look, I'm kind of for these things. Things are working. Like, like things were not working. Now they are working and things are better for citizens. So look, I'll support that. But instead it's like, no, nah, man, we can't do stuff that works because, because of why? Can somebody answer my, that? I ain't yeah. getting mines. That's what I, I mean. That's what I believe it to be. I don't know that, but that's what I believe it to be. I mean, because otherwise, why would you be against stuff that's working? Because everything else before wasn't working. So now that it is working, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for stuff that works. How about that? I'm for stuff that works, bro. I've told you, and anybody that'll listen for as long as I've been on the radio, the money ain't in the cure. Yeah. The money ain't in the – they don't want to save Jackson. They don't want to fix Jackson. Once things start getting fixed, the the money, the government money starts coming in. Like, hey, this is working. We're going to pull this money back some. You're on your own. You got it. When you're able to constantly sell having a problem, there's, a, there's always some government money, a grant, or something to be had. When you start fixing these issues and people realize that they can be fixed in-house – People stop getting a lot less forgiving. Well, also, I mean, even if the government's coming, if you don't have control of where it goes, which is, I think, was where his issue is, like with Hennepin, then that's also a problem. Because, like, it doesn't matter, like, we can keep getting the money, but I don't have control of how it gets spent, then that's a problem. Well, yeah, you know, so when they created the Capitol Police, his hissy fit was that they should just give that money to JPD. Yeah. Well, to to Jackson. And and let a guy that clearly hates the cops be in charge of – they weren't going to hire more cops. They were going to hire yeah. more social workers and violence interrupters. And again, I think there's a place for all that stuff. I, sure. res- I respect what Benny Ivy and John John um, Knight do. I-, I do, and I mean they're past be damned. I got a pass too. I think what they do is real work. Yeah. But they're not cops. And 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 Jackson needs boots on ground, blue lights, and guns. And, and like you know, and, and a jail. I'm glad you brought it up that way because no, I 100. percent I like what they do too, and I've always been for that. Back my time as a prosecutor. But we're in a situation now, and we were especially two years ago. It's gotten better because of these things I just named. It's it's wartime almost. You know, yeah. that's the best way to put it. I mean, when you have when, – when crime is so rampant throughout the entire city where, you know, you can't – you're not supposed to even stop at a red light. When it's gotten to that point where you and, can't – And the city, the city police issue a warning about driving at night alone and stopping at red lights. Yeah, I mean, at that point, to me, you're in a war situation, I think. I think you're in a situation where the criminals have waged war on the city, and then everything else needs to be thrown out the door until the war is won. They like, haven't you know, just that's waged the way I look war. At they have infiltrated, infiltrated our institutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people who grew up in it. Because, look, bro, you know, like I do, in this, this culture in Jackson, there's people who grew up. There's good people who grew up with bad people. Yeah, and they're from the same neighborhoods, and they can't just go into these positions of power and not and not bring these folks along to an extent, or have to look back and try to give them a an, a hand up of sorts, and not in a good way. 
I mean, it's like when when guys from the when the hood go and become cops, they turn their other they turn the other way on the drug dealer they know in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, when guys get into DA positions, allegedly, you know, they, they they turn the other way and they become buddies with some of these criminals. It, the guy becomes the mayor, doesn't allow his dope boy hood idols that he grew up idolizing because he wasn't really a thug, but he wanted to run with them. When they get pulled over, allegedly, and he gets called and the police have to let the guys go. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, that's a problem. No, I, yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, I agree with on that. I just, uh, you know, I guess I'm just looking at simple thing where, like, your your street crime had reached just this epic proportion level in the city where no one was safe at anywhere. And, you know, again, like, you know, go back to, like, don't stop at the red light. It's a... It's every neighborhood was experiencing a massive crime epidemic in 2021. When, when you get to that point, when you're at a, you're in a, you know, you're constantly in a war. When it's referred footing, to as an epidemic, yeah, you got a problem. I mean, that's just not a normal way to live and for a city to function. So something had to be done, or something. And I, you know, at that point, you, you can worry about the social work later. You have to, you have to, you have to fight back. Yeah, we got to drop a nuke on this thing. Yeah, and that's the we'll, only way we'll you can it handle it at that point, because like that's it's gotten you let it get to that point. See, there were there were alternatives before you got to that point. There were ways to, to combat it that you didn't want to take, Mm-mm. that you decided that we I didn't want to do this and let that thing just rise and rise and get out of control to a point where it hit critical mass two years ago, where again the entire city was being affected. But you could have done things to prevent that in the past from ever hitting that point, but you didn't. Nothing was done. And I don't mean just choke weight. I'm talking about going back, you know, over the course of the last 20 yeah. years. Harvey Johnson. Oh, yeah, there's stuff that could have been done yeah. that that nobody wanted to take those options. And so then you get here, and then the state's like, okay, either we let this continue, right, and the city's just going to blow up, which was what was going to happen. And I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or anything, but that's what was going to happen. And or we're going to step in and do something, and we don't have, like because we got to save the capital city one way or the other. There's all these residents that live here. You know, we've got all the state buildings, the capital buildings here. We either do that or we let it blow up. Well, the state said we're not going to do that. So yeah. Tate Reeves finally said, "I don't care if you call me a racist. I, I'm, I'm saving Jackson." Yeah, I mean, I think you know, and I said this before. Like the state gets hit, either they're not helping Jackson enough, or they're they're trying to take it over. You know, you can't win. So if you can't win, who cares what the optics are? Just do what you got to do to help the people that live here, and that's what the state did. They, stu- they you know, and I wish they, you know, I know they expanded capital the CCID to the entire city. I wish they just like let capital police help JPD everywhere, give them primary jurisdiction as well. But. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron here on WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by ClayBuysCars.com. Guys, after a, uh, after slowing down a little bit for the end of the year there, back cranked up with the car buying. If you got a vehicle you want to sell, uh, irregardless of age, model, you know whether it's 20 years old or two weeks old, uh, I've got buyers for every price range. Give me a shout. You can go to my website, ClayBuysCars.com. Shoot me an email. Or shoot me a text. The phone number and all is there. If you have the guns in your text line, it's the same number. Uh, so let me know. I'll need the VIN number. I'll need some pictures. If you got a payoff, I'll need all that information. And man, we will let it. We'll get you an offer that you can't refuse. Hopefully, and we'll get your vehicle bought. I've got a uh, conglomerate of buyers around here who are always looking. 
So I'm trying to uh, help them out and help you all out. Uh, 12 years in the car business. I understand who's looking for what, what's worth what, knowing the markets, and hopefully I can get you the most money for your vehicle and then have a satisfied customer on the other end that's looking for vehicles. It's a win-win situation for everybody involved. I know a lot of people hate dealing with dealerships. I'm kind of the middleman, and it doesn't cost you anything as a buyer. I make my money on this deal on the back end from the uh, from the dealerships that are partnered up with me to do this. So let me know, claybuyscars.com. All right, um, Sean, let's read a few text messages. They were hot and heavy on the guns and gear. Yep. Text line. First off, the first thing I see is a, is a damn a lie. Somebody said irregardless is not a word. It's, it's not. It, it is. We all know what it means. <laughs> I know. I say it all the time too. Don't worry. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. It's not a word, but I do say it too. I know. It's just a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And it kind of it kind of X's itself out, I think. But mm-hmm. either way, it's a word today. Chris Engel says it is not a word. Yeah. Is it a word now? No, it's not. It's they're right. It's not a word, but it's just something that you know comes. Out. I don't know. I mean, I say it sometimes too. I know it's not. I know it's not a word. Let's see here. Let me pull up the guns and gear text. Some some of them get sprinkled in with my personal line. So, Sean, I mean, you, you got folks fired up, and somebody says, and Sean is still a Democrat because, I mean, you got to see. You, I have you, to answer you, that all the time. You spit conservative fire, but you're but you're willing to give up. I, I don't know if that's conservative fire saying, hey, uh, like, let the cops arrest people. Now, like, that, I, I don't even know how that's, like, is that just normal function of society like you do bad thing you get arrested <laughs> like that's just the way that's, that's it's concerned. supposed to work i don't know that that's Demo- maybe, democrats jumped the shark when they said defund the police <laughs> it's just you know you, you you shoot someone you go to jail like that's just the way it works i mean i don't you know i would i don't i, don't, I, I hate that it's become a political position to like arrest you know arrest people for doing bad things who's who said irregardless you Why, did i didn't did I? yeah i don't remember uh, Bobcat says, remember the article that I sent you Monday from Scientific American predicting that Jackson will be abandoned by 2100? I do. And I'm Bob, Bobcat, I'm glad you reminded me of that. I was coming in this morning and I heard somebody else talking about it and I couldn't remember where the article was. So thank you. I needed to find that. I want to make a whole video about that. Ty says, shout out to Ty, man. He bought a couple shirts from me the other day and sent me the picture of them. So I do appreciate that. Um, if you bought a shirt from me, send me the pictures. It, it, as long, and you, by you sending the picture, I'm assuming I have permission to to share. That's been a big help selling these things. Uh, Ty says, I went to JPS from third grade up to eighth grade in the early 2000s, and it was the worst few years of my life because of the racism. Ty's white, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just so we got that clear. Um, so that, that people can be racist to white people. I just want to clarify that real quick because I'm told that that can't possibly be a thing, and it is, in fact, a thing. Uh, he says, they love to claim they can't, I guess I predicted predictive reading here. He says they love to claim they can't be racist, but that's hard to believe when you grew up f- fighting off groups of black kids that wanted to stab you with pencils, throw books at you, and way more just because you were white. If the roles were reversed, New York Times would be writing articles about how racist whites are. Yeah, and that's man, that's just an uncomfortable fact that people want to pretend isn't a real thing. Irregardless of your beliefs, there's definitely, and it's not reverse racism. That's a term that gets thrown around a lot. It's just racism. It's not reverse because people were being racisms against 
way before whites were being racist against blacks in America. Racism was, in fact, a thing prior to that. Oh, it's existed throughout, you know, human history yep. for whatever, you know, reason, different groups, everything. Like, yeah. I can agree that there was a lot of racist, evil activities done to black folks. But you have to agree that y'all are capable of doing it, too. I mean, I think everybody's capable of being, you know, racist or whatever you want to call it towards another group. I mean, it's all, all over, you know, it's like all over the world. Yeah. I mean, people hate people for, for various reasons. I mean, what do we got going on in Gaza right now? With, yeah. why, 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 you know, I mean, it's uh, Muslims and the Jews have hated each other for a long time. It's just I mean, look, that's look, look at apartheid in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that was kind of like revenge, but it's still revenge racism of sorts. Wait, apart. You talking about when they had apartheid or what, whatever? Maybe I'm not the most historical person. The blacks are killing the whites now. Well, yeah, it used to Africa. be though. Up until um, you know, I think I guess 1990 though that they had like a basically a Jim Crow situation in South Africa yeah. for uh, for a very long period of time. We have to have Gibbernie come on and talk about that since yeah. he grew up there at the time. But they, uh, yeah, I mean that which was a pretty horrible situation. And then um, now it's shifted though. What you're talking about, like where there's there's issues with now. That government as well. So. Yeah, now they can't kill whites. Yeah, yeah I mean it's right. It's, it's well, like well, you know, before yeah. it was like violence against blacks, and then now it's on violence against it's it's switched. Yeah, know? but I mean, I guess it goes to the greater point, Clay. What you're trying to say, like, everybody's capable of hating another group that's different than them. That is just human. I don't know. It's, it's human condition. In fact, it is. But we gotta we're gonna have to get past for 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 Jackson to be able to succeed. Let's talk back to Jackson here, and mm-hmm. I, and I, we'll move on to the next subject. Unless you got something you want to say. For Jackson to succeed, it's going to have to get rid of the mayor that blames every misstep on racists from white people towards race, towards blacks. It's going to have to look in the mirror and say, guys, we're going to have to shoulder some of this blame and get on the other side of this. Well, I think the problem with he's using that as his to sell whatever all he was he's doing on the back end, in my opinion, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not. It's it's he's like he's like this sells. I'm just going to say this, you know. So therefore, I'm going to use it in every every situation. Yeah, I mean, politicians have used things like that throughout history. Time. That's what he's doing. Essentially, what what he's saying is he just doesn't care about what the well being of the city is. It's obvious, and anybody that is paying attention can see that. Anybody that lives there can see that clearly. I don't. I don't. You know, unless you're just a hardcore choking of the mumba supporter, the rest of us all see it. Black, white, brown, purple, doesn't matter. Everybody sees the complete catastrophe that this has been and that he doesn't care. And he can use whatever excuse he wants to use. But I think everybody, again, black and white, are tired of it. And just I think everybody's just tired of it. Yeah. All right. So there's a good text here. Tying us back in a little nationally here. It says, if we as white people are told that we are born racist and we can never be anything but racist, why should we try to not be racist? Shouldn't we just give that up and just act however we want? And that's – and I know they're being a bit facetious there – but that is going to be an issue that you have down the road. It was like it's why I'm not scared to speak out like I do. Well, I think I got a, called racist for way much less than actually calling black Democrats black Democrats and acknowledging the fact that these are black Democrats. I think I, I do. I agree. I think there's a problem with teaching people that you're automatically an oppressor because you're you know a certain race, right? And, you're and, white and, or whatever. And the flip side, teaching yeah. them that they're automatically oppressed yeah, that you're just a, because. Yeah, that this is just like, you know, and this is, seems to be like a new thing over the course of the last decade where this is a new concept that we want to teach people that somebody is, by virtue of their, you know, their ethnicity or their race, that they're either an oppressor or an oppress or the oppressed. And, you know, that's just, I think that's a, I don't know why, especially when you're teaching children that, like, I don't know why you'd want to instill that kind of mentality on either side. Like, I don't know why you want to tell somebody you're automatically an oppressor 
so they feel superior or they feel bad or they feel guilty. What do they feel like? Or if you're oppressed and then you make them feel lesser than. It's, you know, if you look at the Brown versus Board of Education decision, one of the tenets that they said in the decision was the reason that separate but equal was bad was because it made black children feel inferior to white children because they were being – that was why it violated equal protection. And to me, it seems like you're kind of doing the same thing here. You're making groups feel differently about themselves based on their race. Like you're making one group feel like they're the oppressor and the other one's oppressed. And now those both have negative consequences for each one of those groups, the way they view themselves in the future by pushing that kind of agenda, I think. Yeah. I mean, we've got to quit celebrating the first time. I mean, the, the first time somebody black or gay or some combination of both or separate get a position. we got to quit saying, well, that's the first – Gay, black, trans with red hair. I mean, we run out of first. Oh, like the Artemis mission. Remember, I showed you like we're going to, to the moon again, and it was yeah, like oh, yeah. it was like we're gonna have the first woman on the on the moon. I'm like, well, we just had the first person, <laughs> like I, you know, like like back in the '60s. So like now we're talking about like we gotta we gotta diversify the moon, which I just thought reading that was you know kind of ridiculous. That's what kind of makes me mad about you know being a liberal. Like being a liberal at one point was about creating a colorblind society. But now everything is based on race, gender, some you know, some sort of identity politics. It's not we're not creating this equal society that we'd envisioned. Yeah, yeah, now so everything is, you know But now if you're colorblind and you don't see color, you don't see racism. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't and so but that was the goal like thirty years ago was to create this equal society where we didn't you know, we didn't see race, we didn't treat anybody on those kind of things. We but now everything is just identity politics. Everything. And that's and that's almost again that's just created a a society I think that we, that we didn't envision thirty or forty years ago that we were trying to work towards like we're working towards this colorblind society and in the process of that we created whatever this is <laughs> you know that's what I, I mean that's what I think so yeah well you know the new Patriots head coach here um, couldn't get five minutes into his press conference I'm gonna play this and we're gonna take a break on the immediate other side of it's about thirty seconds the new Patriots head coach could not do anything without us saying. Without talking about racism. Kelly, you can't see racism. And whatever whatever happens, black, white, disabled person, I've always, even someone with disabilities, I always, uh, you know, for the most part, people are like, you know, don't, you know, when they're young, they, they kind of make the spot hot. Younger people know what that means. But what I would say is, like, no, I want you to be able to go up to those people and really understand those people. So it goes back to whatever it is, black, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter. But it does matter, so we can try to fix a problem. There's not a problem except feeling feeling oppressed and feeling like you're the victim when you're not. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, get out to Martin's downtown today for the Blue Plate Special. It's fried chicken. Of course, the whole menu is available and playing live tonight let me pull up their facebook page real quick uh, you can check out their facebook and all their music listings of course at <laughs> martin's downtown jxn.com or just go to facebook and type in martin's downtown jxn let's see the music schedule it's february let's see today Kind of a, they promote so much stuff that sometimes it's hard to find the actual current schedule. Let's see here. Right, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll get that for you. Kind of mess that up there. Events. Let's see. Today, at 10 p.m., they got Iceman. 
Iceman Special. The Iceman Special live at Martin's Downtown tonight at 10 p.m. Tomorrow night, they got Vintage Pistol live. Some great bands there. And again, coming up soon, you've got on the February 15th, the same day as the Fannie Willis misconduct hearing in Georgia, you've got, you've got the Satisfaction, the world-renowned Rolling Stones tribute band at Martin's Downtown. All right, Sean. Let's shift gears. We could talk about racism of all sorts for the whole show. Go back and forth on it existing, it not existing, so on and so forth. And we've reached a point, at least I know I have, where I, I'm, you're never going to convince me otherwise based on what I get to see about in Jackson every day and the way Jackson is ran and the way race is pimped by these people in Jackson that run it to blame all of their failures on racism. When I was like, Hey bro, you, you, you've had the, you've had the mantle for a long time and you haven't not been, not been able to figure it out how to keep the city from driving off a cliff. You know, we can say what we want about the dumb hillbillies that ran it for a hundred years post civil war. But they did rebuild the city post-Civil War and run it into a functional city. The last 30 years have been an absolute unmitigated disaster. You know, at least y'all inherited a city that worked. Now it doesn't. You know, and and a few people have gotten rich. They ain't got nothing to do with race either, by the way. It's a few people getting rich playing the race game. There is a difference. Not because you lack the ability to do it. You put the wrong people in place to do it. And they all got wealthy while everybody else suffered or died. Shifting gears. Police Chief, Pearl Police Chief Dean Scott. I like Dean. I have a healthy dose of respect for Dean. He resigned yesterday as Pearl Police Chief. Um, I, some people are saying it's because of the double dipping over in Rankin County. You know, I, I think it would be foolish not to think that that probably played a part in it. But <clears throat> he's a, some health stuff. He's decided to resign. And I do know the health stuff is factual. Whether that was a determining factor, I, I don't know. He's no he's no longer police chief. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he um, – I guess WLBT's got an article about that. Um, talked about was the um, – he, uh, he picked up, what, 2,300 extra hours, which equated to 85,000. Is what that's what CJ Lamaster is saying. This is the new article up today, and that some of those timesheets showed that he claimed those work shifts while he was at conferences on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It says he Scott claimed twenty two hours of work during one week of the Golden Nugget in two thousand twenty. Yeah. So he said he was working while he was on a police chief's conference. He was working on a side job. It's, it's all online. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean that's all I know. I mean it was all basically done online. Oh, the work was you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The work was. And look, I'm not making excuses if he if he if it was in, an impropriety. You know, um, he's no longer doing it. Well, I mean, I guess if he's getting paid at one job, you know, they're saying he doesn't, he shouldn't be working at the other job, which is correct. At the same time that he's getting paid during the, I guess if he's working at night, he could do that. But if he's working during the day hours, I don't know how that worked. That's what he's saying there. And then, of course, you know, his name was tied up in some of those in those New York Times articles about the uh, goon squad as well. I don't know what his involvement, if he had any, but his name was mentioned in the Jerry Mitchell articles. Well, he was mentioning some of the cases. Yeah, you know, I think one or two of the cases, and it may, and again, you know, that that that's as much as it could have showed up and wrote, wrote the report. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, I mean it there's a lot of mm-hmm. guys that were involved in that. And I mean, I firmly believe that if 
they thought there was any true improprieties with that, they, they would already be arrested. Yeah, I mean, probably so. I mean, I don't know. You know, it didn't allege that he did anything yeah. specific. It just his name was mentioned in that, you know, mentioned in, I guess, being at certain locations when the Goon Squad was there on the cases that the Goon Squads are in trouble for, or the ones that, at least the ones that, well, they're not actually in trouble for them. They're the ones that the New York Times reported on that were, that they're not indicted for. Yeah. The ones that are just outstanding. They had that list of people that we all talked about, I think, last November. And, um, Dean Scott's name was in that. It, again, didn't allege anything specific. The first actually allegations of impropriety for him were these double dipping while working for Pat Sullivan, who I think was the mayor of Richland. Is that right? No, it was John Sullivan, the tax assessor or collector for Rankin County, whichever one. Yeah, but I'm saying like it says that he it says discrepancies concerning Scott and former Richland mayor Pat Sullivan. His brother's his brother. That yeah. Sullivan and Scott were doing the same thing, working for John. Okay. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Yeah. So that I mean, and then he, you know, now he re- he resigns. So I don't know, you know, put two together on that one. Yeah. Well, I say I the Sullivan thing. I I, I strongly hate that guy. And yeah, nothing would make me happier than saying, "Oh yeah, he was breaking the law. He deserves to go to jail." But you know, I I can kind of look at this. And say, I, I don't know. I I get it. Maybe I guess the impropriety is you got a lot of haters out there that don't like seeing people make money, and they said, "Oh, he was making money." Double dipping. Well, I mean, know. if you're working on, and you really ain't double dipping, by the way. You get Pearl ain't Rankin County. No, but I mean, if you're working, if you're working and you're on the clock for Pearl, right, and you're working at the same time your other job, that is double dipping. I yeah. mean, you can't, you know, that that's an are, issue. Are you really on the clock at a conference that you choose? Yeah, to I mean, to? I would when was I was when a, I went to conferences, I was considered out at work. You know, yeah. when I was working for the. Well, I've never been involved in that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, that's you like know, you had to like on a conference. You had to go to you know the classes, and you were still on. You were still getting paid by the state while you were there on your working hours. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's considered that. I mean, that is an issue if you mm-hmm. did that. The, um, but I think this kind of goes into like, we just got done talking about Jackson and possible corruption, what we think about that. Right. And this kind of goes in my whole thing, man, this is, this is just people do messed up stuff. Look at all the stuff we just talked about in Rain County. You had this issue with Dean Scott talked about John Sullivan with that rape trial that he had the goon squad. Brian Bailey is still the sheriff of Rankin County, which I can't figure that one out. I mean, it's, <laughs> It boils down, and those are my primary white people, and then we're talking about primary black people. My my point here is people are just messed up. Yeah, well. That is, that it, is that it's people issue, not it, a race issue. And I'll tell you, people can stomach a lot of corruption when you're doing a good job. Uh, I mean, when I pe- disagree when with people, that, man. When people feel safe, it, it buys you long, It buys you a longer rope. But, I mean, I don't know, Clay, what, what cost, though? I mean, like, yeah, I get Rankin County was safe, but what the kind of – what the goon squad did is stain that county for I'm not for I, a long I, I'm time. I'm sorry, I, I'm not talking about the goon squad. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm like talking about Dean Scott, for example. Okay, you do a good job. People, people will give you a longer rope. Uh, Brian Bailey sands the goon job, goon jo- goon squad. People gave him a longer rope. I think he has a. There's too many things hanging off that rope now. Goon squad, the felony charges for for a violation of privacy. Oh, yeah, though, it's all about the girlfriend's subpoenas. That's what I call that part, the girlfriend's subpoenas. The girlfriend's subpoenas. You, you roll it all into one, it's like, all right, dog, enough. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. like boss hog. I mean, that's what you're running, like, a whole, you know, thing out there. And that's a, you know, I mean, that's a that's a problem. And yeah. um, and I think, you know, yeah, I mean, but no, I mean, is Rain County safe? Yeah, it's safe. We just joked about how the, the transgender person effed around and found out by shooting off. I mean, yeah, that person's going to get messed up. I mean, that, yeah. that was a stupid thing to do. I, I, I agree with that. But I think you can have a safe county and, you know, not be – Doing stuff like the goon Scott did. I mean, I think you could do that. All right. Well, the 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 uh, the the dollar store bandit 
He's got a little trip to Club Med for the next few weeks. Yeah, they're next month. They've got some problems. They may enjoy it. <laughs> they might. They might. In fact, <laughs> we'll yeah. be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkaran. Sean, I want to say one thing that we said during the break there, talking about Rankin County corruption yep. versus Jackson corruption. The huge difference is, and why I don't make the Rankin County corruption my heel to die on, is because it all gets investigated and people get arrested inevitably, or they go to jail. I guess arrested and go to jail, same thing. Uh, like, you say what you want about Brian Bailey. He's got the FBI so far up his butt right now, he can't see straight. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, there's all this going on in Jackson, and we can't even get Shad White to look. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, we, it's not e- there's not equal punishment in Jackson for the for the stuff, and that's what people are fed up. Brian that's why even, I'm fed up. Brian can't even walk out to his mailbox get his paper without tripping over an FBI agent. Yeah, oh like, yeah, I mean, it, it, like like that movie, uh, Dunto- not Untouchables. Uh, oh, what's the crime? Anyway, one of those mafia movies. Having a brain fart. I will see you guys Monday, Sean. Peace. Yep.